Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jake, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper, doing the show tonight out of New Hampshire. Good day to you as well, Craig. Loons or no loons tonight? Let's hear it. Let's stop the music and listen. Nothing. No, the just one went off. One just made some noise, but you're just you're probably not going to hear it. Why don't we hear anything tonight, like last time? We're further away from the water. There's another one. So no drops tonight? No, no drops. I have a crappy old laptop and my mic. That's basically it. That's my hookup. Barry, don't you think for Jay not to bring the ability to do his drops, he might as well have just left his fucking microphone at home? Pretty much. That's like LeBron James showing up to a basketball game without his sneakers on. <laughs> That's like a third of what you do is the drops. Oh, great. Now he's frozen. Are you all right over there? Look at Jay. Mm. It's not going well. <laughs> not a good start. Everything's fine <laughs> on my end. Yeah, well, it's fine on your end, not Not on the listener's end. (laughs) I'm recording perfectly fine on my computer. (laughs) Do you have like a a Walkman as a backup? Maybe you can uh, record it. I'm recording on the computer. I'm not recording on the iPad. So the computer's getting me perfectly fine. We'll talk to you in about 43 minutes when this is a new segment. All right? Sure. Guys, remember, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that might have spent more time on last week's show building a crumb cake than talking about the Knicks. Guys, when I was editing that thing, we spent way too long doing that. Do you think anyone made it through? I think the diehard listeners, yes. The guy who won it, Teddy White, he couldn't even make it through the whole thing. What do you mean? You know how we said that he had to contact us if he listened to the show and heard he won? Yeah. So many days fucking went by. And I finally said, you know, I got to I gotta just reach out to him. I know he'd probably be excited to win it. I feel like he's he listens. I don't know if he listens to every show. I just felt bad. So I kind of just tweeted at him. I just said, like, you got to listen to the show or something like that. Right, right. And then he immediately, like, tweeted back and was like, holy shit, I can't believe it. I never win these things. I was actually listening to it. And right before you guys announced the winner, I... Like my work, my job ended and I stopped the show and I was going to pick it up later. But he couldn't even make it through. But he got the cake already, guys. Oh, he did? Yeah, he posted a photo on Twitter today. Oh. How'd it look? It wasn't the greatest photo. It was still in the bubble wrap. So you couldn't tell how it looked. <laughs> but he basically said it's here. So on the next show, I think he's going to give us a review of it. What is, what's his thing? At Teddy White? At Real Teddy White. Okay. Since we're on it, Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake is changing the crumb cake game. From holiday gift boxes to their world-famous crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you get for 3, 6, or 12 months. And now, as you heard on our last show, you can build your own Crumb Cake on their site. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com, 
Use promo code HARDNEXTLIFE for 23% off your order. You can't find it? No. Is it just at real Teddy White, like T-E-D-D-Y? Is there any kind of underscore? Or? No, no. I, Jay, I went, to, I went to him. It's his profile, but he didn't have it, he didn't have it up there. I don't know what maybe because he about. just... Maybe he just... What? I don't know what I'm talking about. It's not on his timeline. I don't even see a real Teddy All White. Right. All right. Well, whatever. Well, it's probably because he just tweeted at me, so some that doesn't show Oh, up. right. Oh, I got it now. Yeah, you can't fucking see shit. It might as well just be bubble wrap. What's his handle, though? At real underscore Teddy White. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Jesus Christ. I needed the underscore. Let's get bet online out of the way, too. July is underway and a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, bet online is where you can find it. From NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Barry, your kids are back from Alabama, right? They spent a, a week or two weeks with your... A week and a half, 10 days. Questionable wow. mother-in-law. That's a long time to be in the South, man. I know my, my wife and I were talking the whole time. Both of us were like, you know, should we be worried, oh, you know, that our kids are going to be brainwashed by yes, the time yes, they get should. back? <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, fun, your, your son was was reciting the Pledge of Allegiance for ice cream. Yeah. Your, your mother-in-law was making him do. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the whole story. But what happened? You said that something happened. Well, yeah, there's just been like a lot of like little leftist things that have been, you know, seeping out of him Do over you mean the course what? of you mean you mean like right wing things, don't you? Oh, I'm sorry. There's just <laughs> been a lot of there's been a lot of right wing things, Trumpian conservative mm-hmm. ideals and like give it give us the goods. Things. What do we got? All right, so so one of the things he said, and it was completely out of nowhere because we weren't talking about anything on the subject, but he said, uh, you know. Ronald Reagan was the greatest president we've ever had. Out of nowhere, not prompted. Okay. I mean, which, okay. I mean, which isn't so bad. I mean, it's yeah. not that okay, bad. Okay, as far as Republican presidents go. Um, but then he said, and this is still while we were at the airport, like oh, walking God. to the baggage claim. And he goes, so, you know, mom, I've been thinking when we go into like stop and shop and Target, I'm not going to wear my mask anymore because masks make people sicker. That's why Macy got oh, wow. sick when she was down there because there's stuff on the masks that you breathe in and it actually makes you more sick. So I don't think I should wear a mask. Wow. And you know, he's you only what? 11, so he hasn't gotten vaccinated what yet. What a mistake mm. that was, leaving your kids with your mother-in-law. <laughs> God, he also, uh, grandpa showed him how to shoot a gun. Oh. What? He learned how to okay. shoot a gun while he was down there. Did, did they ask you if that was okay that before was the they first did that? for him. They didn't ask you about that? No. If they could do that? If... No, they, they didn't run it by us. No. All right. No. That seems like the kind of thing um, that you'd want to run by. What was he shooting at exactly? Uh, it was a, it was only a BB gun, but I think, I, I don't know what they were shooting at. Oh, were they, they killing uh, His anything? grandpa made like um, targets, like you'd see at like a gun range, like little, uh, you know, targets to shoot. And supposedly he's got a very good shot. Steady hand, grandpa says. Um. Also, you know, as I said, he's 11 years old. You know, the plan is as soon as he turns 12 is to get the uh, the vaccines going. Um, but he said that grandma read him an article that a vac- oh, that the vaccine killed a child. Oh, God. Wow. I know we yeah. don't have it, but can I just say, I told you that bitch was crazy. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so what do you? How do you respond to this? Do you say grandma's so, a loon? So my but wife, she had, had your wife had to say something. Him. Right? She did. She had to talk with him. She said, "Trey, now grandma and grandpa are going to tell you things, but you have to understand that the things that they believe are not true." So she didn't go the route like people have differing opinions. She nice. straight out told him that the things that they believe are not, not true. You know, because my wife compared it like when she was telling me, like I didn't, I wasn't going to say they have differing opinions because I know the stuff that they listen to. It's not true stuff. She she compared it to like the flat earthers, how like people believe that the Earth is flat, but we know it's not true. So right. it's it's just not true. So that's the same thing. You that, can't that, you can't just say it's your opinion, so I can believe what I want. You, you can't yeah, argue exactly. facts. Right, right. It was that whole thing. But but then, you know, she also said, you know, not, you know, just if they say something, just don't say anything. But I'm scared that he's going to come out and say to them, but mom told me that what you say isn't true. And you well, know, that's so going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Well, you, you got to, I mean, I don't want to spend forever talking about this because this is a fucking Knicks podcast. But I know, Jay, you want to talk about this for a while. Jay loves this shit. <laughs> <laughs> loves it. It's great. This is your element. Oh, my God. But did, you guys didn't say anything to your mother-in-law? She deserves to be spoken to. No. Yeah, is Rodana no, no. going to say anything? No. no. Not even about the gun thing? No, no, we don't. I don't I don't know. I mean, look, I know he's got, you know, big military background. And I know, like, yeah, I trust him with my I, son. I understand. But still, maybe just like a, hey, heads up. We're thinking about using the BB gun with your kid. Maybe, you know, how yeah, do you feel about that? Yeah, you know but you know how they think, you know. Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, w- I, w- I don't. I mean, is that the? Are you ever going to do that again? Don't what? you dare leave the kids down. You better there, not leave asking. it with them. Oh no, no 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 no! I don't. I think that was a one off. It starts with a BB gun, and then you know who knows what's going to become. Yeah, that's. Oof. My goodness. All right, guys. The biggest rumor right now is, and it's been going on for a few days. Even though I think it's cooled off a little bit. Are these rumors of Colin Sexton? The Knicks being in- aggressive suitors for Colin Sexton, and there's been a rumor of. It could be OB, Knox, and either 19 or 21. And I saw another rumor today of it could just be Knox, the 19 or 21, and the 32nd pick. Interesting, OB Toppin and Colin Sexton, they were both number eight selections in the draft. Similar age, right? Colin Sexton was picked in 2018, OB in 2020. Barry, what do you think about these rumors of Colin Sexton? I know we had talked a little bit about him on the last show very quickly. Yeah, I like Colin Sexton. Uh, I think he's a fun player to watch. I think he's talented. Um, you know, obviously his, his numbers, well, his points per game numbers have been going up every season. You know, some of his other numbers have taken a slight decline, but they're not bad. Um, I, 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 think, I think he's got star potential. Um, I know, you know, his numbers obviously on that Cleveland team, you know, there's a lot of guys that could put up those types of numbers, but I, I like his game. So, I mean, if you could get him for a reasonable deal, and I think the stuff that you mentioned isn't, you know, isn't extraordinary, isn't preposterous, and and he's not going to warrant that much money because that's a big part of it too is the salary that he's going to take on this team. If that is decent, uh, then I don't have a problem with the move. I like his game. Yeah, I think most I think most Knicks fans don't have a big problem with it, but there are some that that do, some that don't want to give up on Obi. Yeah, but I mean, I'm with you, Colin Sexton. He seems like you know he's 22 years old. He's obviously been putting up big numbers. He's a talented kid. The Knicks were interested in him in 2018, but he just didn't fall. I think they missed him by like one pick. Yeah, yeah, he was a pick right ahead of them. And yeah, exactly. If you're not giving up a lot, 
or you're giving up, it's a fair trade. It's a more a position of need than Obi's in right now, right? We already have Randall. So we'd be giving up Knox, who I think most of us have probably given up on already. Obi, let's say Obi was in it. You're giving up him, but he's not in a position of need for us. And we're so desperate for a point guard or a or any kind of guard, really. To get a young guy like that, it's maybe more appealing to give up that little to get a player of his age and potential and talent. I just don't know how good than, of a... Rather than getting like... I know um, it's more appealing to me than giving up everyone for Damian Lillard. You know, right, right. I just don't know how good of a point guard that he is. You know, I know he's he shared he these right. before. Is he a true point guard? Right. No, and, he, and, a lot of people think he's more of a combo guard, but he, it doesn't have to stop with him. Right? They re, the Knicks really do need both positions filled out. They do. I just I guess what what would worry me most, and again, you know, I just got through saying I don't have a problem with him coming to the Knicks, and I still don't even with this point. But the, my only concern would be if he takes minutes from quickly. You know, because, you know, they have some similar characteristics to their games. Um, although I like Quickly's ceiling a lot more than Sexton's. Even though we've already only seen Quickly for one season, I think he's got uh, the higher ceiling. And I would just worry that, you know, having a guy like Sexton is going to eat into Quickly's mi- minutes and I don't want to diminish his development. You think Quickly has a higher ceiling than Sexton? I do. I do. Wow. As far as his impact on the game and what he could do for his team, I really do. Yeah, I mean, I love quickly. The one thing with Sexton is you're getting you're getting a young guy, right, that you know is not, he's not a flop. He's already putting up massive numbers. We, it's on Cleveland, obviously. It's not like Cleveland has no one there, though. I've been hearing a lot, yeah, but he's scoring 24 a game on a team with nobody. But for, for a lot, in the beginning of the season, there was Andre Drummond, Garland, there's other players on that team who are putting up points. It's not that there's nobody. Night in and night out, he's 20, 25 points a game every single night of the year. Imagine we had a 22-year-old player doing stuff like that on this team. I'm just not keen on giving up on Obi. You're not giving up on Obi, but you have to give something to get I know. something. I'm, you... not, I'm, just, I, I'm not keen on it, though. I didn't really look at the stats enough. Is he a, a volume shooter or what? Do we know? Do either of I think he averaged about six, what was it, four, between four and five attempts a game from three? What, from three? Let me see. I'm, I'm looking he, now. He's like, a, he's like a 47, 48% shooter from two. Yeah, and like about 18 shots a game, three. it looks like. He had 18.4 shots a game this, this season, which is a lot, but his shooting percentage was 40.475. So that's actually you know pretty damn good when, when you think about it, that he's hoisting up that many shots. Yeah, and even those three-point numbers went down from like 40 to 38, 37. They're still decent, even at 37. Yeah, I know these are just stats, but if you look at his numbers, the, his first three years in the league, they're getting better every single time. First year was 16 a game, then 20, and then 24. His stats are going up slowly. I mean, four and a half assists isn't great, but it's not, it's not horrible. He'd still be a huge improvement to, to anything we have at the point guard position. Four and a half assists, that's kind of probably like what Derrick Rose did last year, isn't it? Probably somewhere around there. It's definitely more than what, what we got from, from Peyton. But listen, he, he penetrates, he creates his own shot, which would be huge for us at the end of games to have the ball in his hands, right? We saw how how difficult close games were for us last year. He had big moments. I know he was playing for Cleveland, but I don't know if you remember that game against Brooklyn, that like oh, yeah. double overtime game, game. Yeah, I was where watching he was that just game. incredible. Was and he's going toe-to-toe against Kyrie and KD, you know? He's playing on Cleveland, but he could do that against big stars like that. He's come up clutch at the end of games. We need someone like that. It's appealing to me to to have that option, possibly, and not spend everything on Lillard or Mitchell. I really do want Mitchell, but it would be tough to give up everyone. Because you would. 
You guys want to hear what some callers think about this? Sure. What up, Hard Knicks? Fellas, that's what I'll call you guys. This is Big B calling in. First time caller, long time listener. I had to give my opinion on, on Colin Sexton. I, I don't want the guy. He He's a... Uh, I didn't want him when we were one pick away from apparently drafting him, according to Berman, and I don't want him now. He's too ball-dominant. There's multiple reports every year that come out about him, his teammates just disliking his inability to pass to him. We have opposing players taunting them, saying, you know, he's not going to pass you the ball. I don't like his skin care routine. Seems like he has the same dermatologist as, as Sammy Sosa. Every year he's looking more and more like Sammy Sosa. I don't like the rat tail. Oh, I just know that when he gets on this team, on this roster, he's going to be main culprit of frustration. Um, I think we should give quickly some more minutes at that lead guard position, at least before we go and invest in draft picks and whatever to get someone like that on the on the roster. It just doesn't seem right. Let me know your thoughts, though. Later. Big B with some good points. I agree. I totally agree on the rat tail. Yeah. Could you, I mean, that is a strange thing that <laughs> I can't see a Nick with a rat tail. He's no You can't. He's they no got Frank. some weird hairstyles. Don't he's you have no to Frank question Miller. someone's, like, mental state to be having a rat tail this day and age like that? Why would you, who would want that? Why does he have uh, This team isn't known for having the greatest haircuts between Knox and, uh, our team? Noel and Bullock. Come on. Bullock has... Bullock, they've got great hair. What are you talking about? It's uh, it's. You don't think it's Noel different. and Bullock have when, good When hair? you're the only dude with the hairstyle out of 450 players in the NBA, maybe you want to look at yourself in the mirror and oh, say, Oh, I okay, disagree with that. I think Derek... I think there's some great hair on the team. I there's think a Colin lot of Sexton hair. Would I don't be know if them great. down. There's a, there's, we might have the longest hair per inch um, in the whole league, I think, with Rose, Maybe Just from those Bullock, two? Rose Bullock quickly, Randall. Quickly isn't. Really I mean, everyone's. Long. Yeah, but it, I, well, four or five inches. You know, that's nice. <laughs> no, he he did make good <laughs> points, well-rounded points, even uh, before good, that. Great and points. look, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna die in the hill for Colin Sexton coming here. I I I he's got valid points, and I see all those negative aspects, and he could be totally right. We could be kicking ourselves halfway through the season. Um, you know. Like killing ourselves that we that we have this guy, but I think it could work out as well. I, I I'm really not over the hill for him, um, but I like I like the guy, I like the player. Yeah, the one thing I'd say about his point about you know him not passing the ball and uh, like opposing teammates taunt. I guess I never heard this, but taunting players on his team that you know Colin's never going to pass you the ball, you're not getting the ball, whatever. Is that he's 22, right? And Sounds like if that's the case, he does have some room to grow and maybe get better. And maybe you do bring him. He hasn't untapped his potential yet then. And if he, maybe Thibodeau gets his, hand on him, gets his hands on him, Johnny Bryant, you know, some of these guys, who knows? And if you got the guys around you that you respect and that you know that, you know, you're making a good basketball play by getting the ball in their hands, that's going to be something too. When you're the best player on the court, you maybe don't want to give up the ball. But when you got R.J. Barrett next to you, you got Julius Randle next to you, you may be more willing to pass. Yeah, I think that could be part of it. Yeah. Just the idea that, you know, when you are a really good player on a crappy team like that, 
you know, you try to do as much as you can, A, because you only have confidence in yourself, and, and B, maybe he's just worried about getting his, you know, making himself That's look right. good. Yeah, what's another W for the for the team? Right, and then but you put a bunch of veterans around him. You put a guy like Thibodeau there, and, you know, maybe he kicks his ass and gets his ass in shape. Yeah, I mean, of course you want players, and especially a point guard who's going to make players better. So it is concerning to hear that they might not. We got one more on this. Guys, buckle in. This is a long one, but... I think it's a good call. Okay. What's up, Barry? What's up, Craig? Landy? Hope you guys are doing well. Enjoying your summer. I'm Brian, long-time listener, I, even though I rarely call in. I just want to touch on the Colin Sexton trade because I really think people are getting – they're not thinking it through, and I really think he's a low-risk, high-reward player for us. First of all, if the trade price is Obi Toppin, Knox, and a late first – or 24 points per game score on good percentages, that's a no-brainer. But we're talking about a backup forward who can't play the five or the three, and people want to hold on to him as if they're carrying his child. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a no-brainer. You're trading that for a 24-point score. Okay? He's not the best player ever. He's flawed. He has bad playmaking instincts, and he does not play great defense. But if you think Tom Thibodeau and his coaching staff were so fantastic at developing players, why can't that be true for Sexton, where all they have to improve is his playmaking and his defense, and you have one of the best defensive coaches in the history of the NBA as your head coach. I really don't see why he cannot develop with the Knicks. And then there's the scuttlebutt about his culture fit, that he's a bad teammate. Well, Cleveland's a shit show. Even with having LeBron James, they've been a shit show. So he's walking into the Knicks where he has not accomplished a damn thing in the eyes of anyone there. Julius Randle is the leader, the all-NBA, all-star, MIP power forward. And R.J. Barrett is the culture setter, the workman, the guy who says, you know, we're here to work. He he has no choice. He's not going to cry to Leon Rose, and Leon Rose isn't going to fire Tibbs because Tibbs cursed him out for being a dumbass on the court or sat him down for it. So the culture fit is going to be fine because he's not the best player in the team nor anywhere near it. And then there's the contract. Everybody's like, well, he's going to demand a max. He can demand whatever he wants. Blandy can go to Leon Rose and demand a max contract. Doesn't mean he's going to get it. You literally say, this is our number for you. This is what we think you're worth. If you think you're worth more, go find it. And because most of the league does not manage their cap well, you would have to do a sign-in trade and get back assets for Colin Sexton. So it's really low risk that, at worst, he becomes a sign-in trade for future draft picks. At best, he becomes a good power uh, point guard who can potentially make an all-star team with his scoring ability, he just needs to improve playmaking and defense. People really act like Obi Toppin is going to be the greatest thing ever over Colin Sexton. People act like, oh, no one has value for him. Listen, if no one can see the value in him, that's on them. Sometimes it takes that rare person to say, I see value in you and I believe in you. So, I mean, that, I guess that was going to keep going, but we, we our voicemail cuts off after three minutes. Okay. That's a good call. A lot of good points. Listen, By the I way, uh, I mean, Colin Sexton, number 18 in the NBA in scoring this past year. It's pretty good. What, Blandy? If, if you say, went to like, Leon you know, Rose I, and demanded a max contract, you would you, not get it. You don't think so? No, I think, no way. I think Leon knows my value to the team. You know, he was 
giving points to go counter to what I said before, you know, about not wanting to give up Obian. I mean, you know, he's right. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's basically stuck behind Randall at the four. And, you know, I guess you it would be crazy to say, I, I don't want to trade for a 24-point-per-game score because of Obi Toppin, but I, I don't know. To think that we held on to Kevin Knox for this long, but we're going to give up on Obi after a year? That was a different management group, basically, that held on to Knox for all those years, though. All right, guys. In a minute, we're going to talk about some of the point guards and combo guards that we've got the chance to get at 19 or 21. So that'll be interesting to hear. But first, we got Derek from Scotland. Nothing Ooh. to do with Colin Sexton, but we're just going to get him in here right now. Okay. Craig, Barry, Jay, Derek from Scotland here. How's it going? I'm bored. I can't believe the only Nick basketball we have to look forward to over the next couple of weeks is Frank in the Olympics and Ron Baker, once a Nick, always a Nick. I don't. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to any of that. I'm not watching. Where's Ron Baker going to be? I have, who gives a fuck, Derek? Are you really that bored? <laughs> he must. Be. I, he I'm, Ron I'm Baker? sorry. I, yeah, I love I Frank, but Baker. I'm not watching Frank in the Olympics. I'm done with that shit. Where the fuck is Ron Baker? Ron Baker is. Uh, what what is he fucking Canadian? Who could he possibly be? Uzbekistan. What? Well, not Canada. Canada. He, he was born. I thought he grew up in Kansas. <laughs> All I can think of is Canada. Well, that doesn't for, mean for Yeah, he was born in Kansas. That doesn't mean anything. So where is he playing? You can play for a random country? You can play for a country if you can get citizenship. Yeah, yeah. if you look at yeah. the um if you look at the baseball, Ian Kinsler is uh playing for the Israeli team and then some guy like Jose Valencia is playing for the Israeli baseball team also. So yeah, you can you can play for other countries. But where the fuck is Ron Baker playing? Depending on like, you know, lineage. Let's see what else Derek has to say. In the basketball tournament. It's funny how a good regular season... What basketball tournament? The fuck is the basketball tournament? Oh, let the man finish. Oh, maybe there's some college alumni basketball tournament and Fred Van Vliet and Ron Baker are playing in it for Wichita State. Uh, Derek, if that's the case, please stop watching whatever that is. In the basketball tournament. It's funny how a good regular season changes how I feel in the offseason. I don't care about the draft, but I hope Barry has done his homework so I can copy it. And I've no idea what I want to happen or think should happen in free agency or with trades. So tell me, boys, what's top of your list for what the Knicks should do this off-season draft, free agency or trade? Only 24 days until Summer League. All the best, boys. They need a point guard. That's what they need. We need a fucking point guard every year. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same fucking where. story that's every that's season. Need. We need a fucking point guard. We need a point guard. I, I I love Derek. I'm sick of that question every year. Everyone asks, "What's on the top of your list?" The fucking point guard. <laughs> that always seems to be number one, doesn't it? What else could be on the list? Speaking of point guards, uh, we got picks 19 and 21 in this year's draft. We got some point guards slash combo guards that that Barry Blandy and I took a quick look at. James Booknight, shooting guard, six foot five, sophomore out of UConn, 21 years old. Sharif Cooper, six foot one, freshman out of Auburn, point guard, twenty years old. Jared Butler, six foot four, junior point guard out of Baylor, twenty-two years old. And Jaden Springer, six foot four, freshman combo guard, nineteen years old. All these guys could potentially be there, nineteen or twenty-one. They're they're slated to go in that range. Uh, one guy, Sharif Cooper, has been getting some interest and and might jump up apparently. But guys, anybody stand out from that group in watching all those scouting reports for you? Barry? Sharif Cooper stood out for me. Oh, me too. I know, I I know he's small, but yeah. man, 
Is he fun to watch? And you know, an elite passer. It looks like um, really good, pesky on-ball defender. You know, one of one of those small guys that just get, gets up in people's grill. He drew a lot of offensive fouls uh, this past year. So I mean, he he'd be if we could get him, I'd be excited. Yeah, I'll be honest. In watching him and and a couple of the other guys on this list, it's interesting because when we were watching, like this is our first group of players that we've watched this offseason like this, like the talent kind of stacks up with with the kind of guys we were looking at in that eight spot last year, I think. Well, that's the thing about this draft. It's a deep draft. Yeah. And, you, and this is one of those drafts where you could get a really talented player, you know, at, at, at a low number, you know, that, that, that even falls outside of the lottery. Yeah, Sharif Cooper, like you said, his passing is incre- like incredible. Yeah, incredible. Really good. He's like the exact kind of point guard that we would want. He, he averaged 20 points a game, eight plus assists as a freshman. Right. And eight, last eight assists year. a game and on the college, college level? Is that's, incredible. that's unheard of. Not only that, I mean, he got to the free throw line over eight times a game and he shot 83, 83% from the line. Now, I know his three point shooting is not good, yeah. but, you know, when you're shooting over 80% from the line, you know, with that type of volume, I mean, that that's potential. You know, that's shooting potential. Yeah. And supposedly there's a lot of interest in him. And something like 25 of the teams in the first round requested to like meet with him and teams in the in the lottery requested to meet with him. And he's jumping up a lot of boards. I, watching him, I was kind of shocked that we could potentially get him at 19 or 21. And actually, I was like, once I saw him, I was like, I don't know if I want to trade anyone for Colin Sexton. <laughs> because if we could just get this guy and, right. and not lose anybody, like he's comparable or I mean he's a different player different player right but but like I would be just as happy <laughs> with him I think going into next season as I would if we acquired Colin Sexton and we could oh, yeah, get yeah. him for free essentially yeah absolutely he missed his first 12 games too because NCAA had a you know investigation going on yeah, about his eligibility on there yeah anybody else stand out for you guys I really liked um the other guy I really liked in that group was Jared Butler Right, his but Jared Butler though he's the junior out of Baylor, and he could like shoot from anywhere. He's his, got the question his three mark, point though. shot. Yeah, he may not he hasn't be, even, he, the injury. He the may injury. not even be allowed to play. That's the thing. He hasn't I don't been cleared yet. I don't understand how we've. Got, I mean, like he has to be cleared before the draft comes up, right? You but what's going so. on with, with him? the league? So, do that. So he actually first committed to uh, Alabama in 2018, but he did not clear the health screenings because there was some possible uh, heart condition that he had yet he transferred to Baylor and they said, no, you're all good. So he played three years at Baylor, but now, you know, there's new health screenings you got to undergo before you can even play at the combine. He didn't clear for that, which is why he could only do like the off court stuff and meet with teams and do interviews, but he hasn't been cleared to play or practice at the combine. And he hasn't been cleared to play in the NBA next year. He's, He's in what's called the fitness to play protocols. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. His highlights were great. His, his shots were yeah, incredible. Oh, when you look at his shots, I mean, the highlights, he could shoot from anywhere on the court. Anywhere. Like, he was Yeah, he's got one of those low, he's got one of those low release shots, not as low as yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, but but low, it's but, but his pretty, percentage is good, he, like Tyrese Halliburton. But he hits from anywhere. But yeah, it's yeah. the fitness to play protocols. And basically what it, because I was reading up on it, it's the same thing that forced Chris Bosh to retire. There's three doctors have to sign off on it. It's the NBA picks a doctor, the Players Association picks a doctor, and then those two doctors in conjunction pick a third outside doctor, and those three doctors have to give him the okay. 
because the team, I mean, but if that doesn't happen before the draft, I guess theoretically a team could pick him and then the league could say, we're sorry, it's too much of a risk. Yeah. And then let's say he does get cleared to play, but then you got to worry about the guy's motor. And then, you know, his overall health down the line. I read something like, could this be like a Michael Porter Jr. situation where somebody takes right. a flyer not knowing what's going to happen and then it ends up just being like, you know, you, you hit the jackpot. But his right. shot is I mean, incredible. Yeah, considering, I mean, in the, next, in the Knicks situation with picks 19 and 21, you know, and we've, we've also heard that Thibodeau doesn't want to have that many rookies on his team. It could be a good situation for them to take a flyer on him. Yeah, and this guy, you know, when it comes to Thibodeau, this, talk about a good defender, and he's a good on-ball and off-ball defender, although his size isn't, isn't that big, so you could worry about it switching a little bit. Um, but yeah, the defense is there, it was there. He scored 22 points and seven assists in the championship game against Gonzaga to, to win. After watching him and Sharif, I was like, imagine we drafted the two of them. I didn't really know about the heart condition, but imagine we drafted two of them in 1921. I mean, that would be an excellent backcourt, young backcourt that could obviously play make and pass like Sharif, shoot like Jared Butler. I mean, he was shooting from everywhere. He's like Trey Young shooting. He shot 41.6 from three and he was launching from all over the place. I mean, so that's, he's got incredible range, incredible range. Did you guys like either of the other two players? Well, James Booknight for sure, but he's also been climbing on the board. So, he I mean, there's a good chance he wouldn't be there for the Knicks to pick. The only one I didn't like really was, I didn't think there was anything special about Jaden Springer at I all. I agree. I thought Cooper was the best in terms of passing, that that Butler was lights out from three. And Booknight has the, he's the best athlete of the of the four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, high he's flyer. Incredible. He's got incredible athleticism. I mean, he's a decent shooter. He's able to create his own shot, whether it was the jab step or the step back or whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's and he a, could blow he's by everybody. Out. Yeah, he's a crazy. Yeah, he had athlete. that hezzy, and he had the crossover that he was flying through everybody. I really wasn't very high on him. Really, I just didn't think. I just don't think we need need a player like him. I, I, I'm Ugh. really interested you, in playmaking. You need, and you need the best player available. I mean, that's always my philosophy. You take the best player available. I don't care the Knicks situation with the point guard because. For for the Knicks to be successful in that spot, it's going to have to come through a trade or free agency. You're not you're not getting the the point guard of your dreams. There's not a Lamelo that we're looking at here, and obviously we're but not Book high Knight, enough to pick. Book Knight or Book Knight or whatever you say his name is more Knight. of a shooting Book. guard. Yeah, right, but a, what was he, what was his? He, could he shoot? I don't remember him shooting really. Um, well, he was a really good finisher around the around the yeah, basket. Yeah, I saw but, uh, all that, but yeah, and he could create his own shot. Could he hit his own shot? Not like the other guys. His numbers weren't. No. Uh, Let's see. He shot 44.7 and only 29.3 from three. So not a great outside shot. Yeah, no, I, I know a lot of people are really high on him, but he didn't really. He I think was it was just his athleticism Butler jumped and, off the screen. And Cooper for me. I'd be happy with any of those three. I mean, Springer, I, I didn't really like anything about his game. I mean, he's only 18, so he's young. But the other three I thought were, I'd be happy with any one of them. Would you be happy with any of those guys over Colin Sexton, Barry? Oh, if I had to choose between them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, definitely. James Booknight or Sharif Cooper. And what they're going to cost the Knicks, you know, against the cap versus what Sexton's going to cost them? Yeah, I'd be happy. And then you sprinkle in, you know, quality free agents around those guys with the extra money that you're going to have. So, yes, I, I would be very happy with those two guys. Yeah, I'm telling you, seeing the talent from just these four guys we watched... And realizing we have 19 and 21, it made me feel less desperate to get try to get excited about Colin Sexton or 
any of these other trade rumors or Lonzo Ball or whoever, you know, because there are definitely options in that range. We didn't even look at all of them. We just picked four because it was easier than looking at eight point guards or whoever might be available. And again, I mean, other guys. And again, you, you can't just get stuck just looking at the point guards because that's the mm-hmm. position of need. The Knicks, the Knicks have other moves in mind. Trust me. Um, you got to get the best player available. That's the key. Yeah, and like we said, like they're not just taking to take two point guards or at nineteen and twenty one, and they've got a pick at thirty two, which is not too far behind. And we mentioned how much talent there is in this draft. A pick at thirty two might be like a pick at like twenty in last year's draft. You know, so they're going to get some quality players in those spots. I, I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Do you hear that? Do you hear that fucking music? Is that a loon? That's not a loon, but it's that music that cues us up. For the news presented by Clarkson Avenue Come Cake Co- ah, Come Cake Company. Excuse me? What? Yeah, I said it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Blandy, give it to us. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so first thing, just off the bat, finals obviously tied two games apiece. After those first two games, it looked like the Suns were going to run away um, with the finals, especially with Giannis being injured. Bucks have come back and have won the last uh, two games, and now it looks like a completely different series. The Suns were fucking minutes away from basically being NBA champions. I mean, they were minutes away from being up 3-1, and it's being another one of these easy series for the Suns. And before you know it, Middleton Paul, goes crazy. Chris Paul, that stuff from Space Jam that they couldn't took even, away his fucking basketball powers. The Bucks even overcame Devin Booker somehow not getting called for that fucking foul, which <laughs> had me furious, and I shouldn't <laughs> even was care. Crazy. Yeah, was that fucking the craziest thing you've ever seen? Yeah, you fucking you know bear hugged the guy. Usually, I feel like they'd usually call that a fucking flagrant. To be honest, <laughs> that was wild. But yeah, two two. Sorry, Jazz. That's Tate. Don't you worry about it. I mean, listen, it's Devin Booker has scored now more points in his first postseason than any any NBA player in history. So he's getting a little bit of, you know, he, he's getting some leeway from the refs. Shams Charania has uh, announced that, uh, according to him, that the uh, 76ers have opened up trade conversations with teams in the league regarding Ben Simmons, um, obviously due to the pathetic performance that he put on in the in the playoffs this year, especially those last three games where he averaged like six points a game. And what do you take three or four shots in that last game? I think um, he's only 25. And I think he's been an all-star three or four times. Clearly the guy has no outside shot um, to speak of, but it doesn't look like, especially with the vote of no confidence that Doc Rivers gave him at the, at the end of the year after that last game, uh, it doesn't look like he is long for, Philly, it'd probably take a lot to get him, though. I would think at least a star player back in return, plus a boatload of picks and some other people. Uh, the Olympics, Bradley Beal is out due to COVID protocols. Uh, and Jeremy Grant has been placed in protocols as a precaution. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but they lost their first game to Nigeria. I don't know how the hell that happened. Then they followed that up with a loss to Australia. Um, and then they finally beat, I think it was Argentina in their third game. But now they have yeah. to replace Bradley Beal. So they said they're they're trying to figure out, you know, they need somebody who's in decent enough shape when the, the season for a lot of these guys ended in May. So who knows? Maybe uh maybe Randall. Maybe they give him a call. They should sure. do they can they possibly not get in? No, no. they're in the Olympics. So they're in. 
they're in no matter what. Yeah, the what. teams for the Olympics are in. That's already been decided. Remember, because like Canada's out. Remember, there was the the United States is in. These are just warm up games beforehand. So how did Canada get out? They were, I guess, eliminated. And what, but I don't when know. When did who, the United States was it a get North American through? thing? Maybe it was North America. Only a certain amount of teams get in. I don't know if it's like from each continent. If there's like a planned tournament, but the I'm U.S. Sure. didn't have to play to get in. They were just in. No, I think they played. They had like other. I thought they just lost. They only lost though. They played. Yeah, these are just getting ready exhibition for exhibition games. Yeah, or maybe maybe since we won the gold last time, maybe they get a buy, like an automatic bid. None of us really know what what's going on here. Because who gives a shit? It's, it's the Olympics. <laughs> um, I know this will please Craig. LeBron and Space Jam: A New Legacy out this Friday, or today actually, if you're listening, right? Comes out today. Why would um, it please me? Because I know you. I'm, I'm kidding. I know you don't like talking about LeBron, so I won't. My daughter, my it. my daughter, my 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 wife actually came home with a fucking Space Jam toy of oh. LeBron for my son. Oh, wow. how'd you? What'd you do? Did now you my son out? has a fucking LeBron James Space Jam toy. Wow, I burned it in in our <laughs> fire pit. I don't believe in that. In front of my son, and I punished my wife <laughs> for it. Do not bring a figurine of LeBron James in this fucking house. Okay, cool. So, yes, you're going to watch it with the kids. <laughs> Barry, what about you? Yes. Yeah, my kids want to see that. They want to see that. If I could watch Michael Jordan in Space Jam, I could watch LeBron James. Okay. Okay. I think I have more hatred for Michael Jordan. Really? Uh, NBA 2K22. They just announced... Um, there's always a, a big to-do over who's going to be on the cover of those uh, video game games. Luka Doncic is on the cover this year. Uh, there's actually a bunch of people, but one of them also is Candace Parker, which makes her one of the first females to... Um, well, actually, the first female to be on on an NBA 2K cover. I mean, hold on. There's so many fucking covers on that video game. I don't even know what's going on. I know. The the main cover, it looks like it's Luka, it's Candace Parker. I think it's Kareem. What do you mean? The main no. The main cover is who? It's not all of them. No, I think it is because it's like for no. Are you sure? The Kareem, the Kareem I saw one that had Luca and Candice and Kareem. Yeah, it's Kareem, Dirk, and KD. The three of them share one cover. And then there's another cover. The other ones aren't in there too. No, it's just those three on one. Because I saw one that had Candice Parker with them. She was just really tiny. Oh, Uh, how tiny was she? Like Like, tiny. Like Dirk's picture was huge, and then she was like. Like the size of their teeth? She was really? Yeah. Hold on. How could that be? I'm, I'm telling you. She's that tiny in it. I saw the whole thing. I didn't see on anyone else. No, I see Dirk, Kareem, and KD, and there's no Candace. Right. I see Luca. I mean, I'm not doubting there's a Candace cover, but there's she's not with, with Kareem. Well, I know she's on it. Unless that's Which, just a separate one? They're special oh, yeah, covers. So that's the, the other ones yeah, are special okay. covers. Okay. Oh, God, how freaking ridiculous is that? So I guess if you want, you could just get the Candace Parker one. I mean, come on. Just, just, can they go back to just one fucking right. cover? Right, the standard, the standard edition is the Luca one. I can't believe that, that Luca is the one. Luca's the one? Why not? Well, Joel Embiid was on the cover, wasn't he, uh, two years ago? Yeah, what last year was Damian Lillard. I mean, what has Damian Lillard done you know, to be on the cover. Um, the NBA put out the merch sales along with um, the jersey sales. Three Nets in the top 10. No Knicks in the top 15. Um, oh, no shit. 
LeBron is number one, uh, and Giannis I, moved up actually number two. I told you I went to Models. I went to, not Models. I went to Dicks and Chris Stapps, right? I went to Dicks no, on Long Island. You saw Alfred and, Payton. No, no that's what only, it was. It was the, the Alfred Payton Nick, one. That's what it was. The only player. It wasn't jerseys, but the only Nick player shirts were Alfred Payton shirts. That's and then there was an entire section of all this fucking sick looking Brooklyn Nets merch. Harden, KD, Kyrie, shirts, hats, jerseys, bags. And then the fucking Nick section was like, there was no, it was minuscule. It was like 1% of what Brooklyn had. It's not like I was in Brooklyn. I was on Long Island. No. But it was, we know the Knicks still sad. New York, though. It was, it was very sad. They, they get no space in the sporting goods store. I'm honestly, when I was in there, I was fucking embarrassed. So it, <laughs> I totally get that we're that low. We're not low in merchandise sales. We're just not at Brooklyn's level. I think it's actually pretty amazing that we're six, to be honest. I know. It's pretty crazy, up especially when you look here, like I said. Yeah, but top why? 15, How? We're nowhere near. How are we six? Well, I think a lot Our of merchandise kids- merchandise sucks. A lot of kids now, they root for players. They don't even root for teams. So kids have their favorite players, not their favorite teams. So you get right, the most so how are we players six? and that's it. But how are we six? Well, that's overall merch sales. And look, I mean, New York, you know, is, is the, mo- the most populated city in, in America and- you know, we got a lot of basketball fans here. The Knicks fans were coming out in droves. And I know, you know, we said they're always up at the top, but this year especially. Yeah, I was saying on Twitter that I, I, I've been dying to buy a fucking Knicks jersey for, I mean, I haven't bought one since like the 90s, to be honest. And I've been dying to buy one over the past few years. You know, I had Ewing, I had Spreewell, I had Starks, I think, as a kid. But there's nobody, I don't feel confident buying any single jersey. No, I think the move is you buy an old Knicks jersey. I don't want to do that. You know, a classic Knicks jersey. Because you're right, there's too much player movement. You can't even buy, I wouldn't even feel comfortable buying Randall. I I don't don't know if he's going to be here. Yeah. Beyond a year. I I just don't know. Same thing with RJ, they could trade him for anyone. I know, they're too young. Who who do you, you can't get anyone. It drives me nuts. Sucks, sucks. It's a hard Knicks life. Uh, and then last, um, you know, I'm always checking uh, TMZ Sports or Black Sports online for any kind of good salacious stuff. I couldn't really find. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot going on in the sports world with with especially football players. Well, and it lasted. Frozen. You know, it went a while. It was <laughs> oh, good. No. You know, oh, this and is now a long freeze. Jay is frozen. Hold on, let me get a screen a grab long... of this. Freeze. This is a good, good image of him. Oh, is it back? He's back. Yeah, you're back. We don't know. Did you? Were you just speaking the whole time? Or I said I'm always checking out TMZ right, Sports heard that part. and Black Sports <laughs> online for the salacious stuff. There's been a bunch of NFL player stuff going down, um, but the only thing I could find here is um, Tristan Thompson and Lamar Odom. Have you seen this? Yeah, I did see that. That uh, you know, Chloe Kardashian, the the ugliest of the the Kardashian Jenner clan, in my opinion. Oh, that's she, really nice to say. She's, she's gotten she's she's really pulled herself together. Have you seen? Yeah, her? but she's had a lot of work done, and you know, she posted a picture. Oh yeah, the on other Instagram. the others haven't had any work done. I'm sure. She she posted a, <laughs> she posted a picture on Instagram of like like I don't know water running down her body, something in a bathing suit. Lamar Odom, um commented by saying, you know, she was hot or sexy with a bunch of like fire emojis. And then Tristan Thompson saw it and responded something like, bro, God brought you back once. It, it won't happen the second time around or something like that. Or you probably shouldn't mess around for with the second time. 
And then Emmanuel quickly uh, posted, watch you call bro. Well, I don't even know if it actually said bro. I know he basically oh. just said, God brought you back once. Don't don't tempt fate. Wait, wasn't Lamar Odom with a Kardashian? He was married to Chloe. Yes. Oh, yeah. he was married to they Chloe. Married. Oh, okay. And then she went and then to he had the drug issues. So is that a thing? You can't compliment your, your ex? This was a little different. And that's the way. Boom, 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 boom. The basketball <laughs> bounces. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad you don't have those drops. You could have at least brought a basketball, dude. Uh, I've got a tennis ball that I could bounce. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. I'm disappointed that we've heard no loons. Oh, are you serious? You can't hear any of this? We can't hear this shit, Jay. Your audio's too, you're obviously, you, but w- when you originally were in New Hampshire, I don't think you had a microphone even, so. It's, we're only it's getting really, you. on my end, it's really loud. You you seriously don't hear that? No. Oh, we got Jay over thing. there, like, putting an ear up to the fucking screen, porch oh screen. Oh my God, it's so loud. We don't hear it, Jay. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Barry's yawning. It's I got a story. Uh, 45 p.m. Fuck your story. What? No, 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 uh, no. If you no, want to no, reach no, no, out no. to us, uh-uh. shut up. You'll shut up. take us out. You'll take us out with you're the gonna, story. You're going to get just, it in the end, Jay. Out. And it's better just calm down. You got a story. You shouldn't have yeah. spent so much time listening for loons that no one else can hear. Holy cow. We've only been recording for over an hour. You couldn't get your story in by now? Well... You didn't ask about what was going on in New Hampshire. I just figured you... Yeah, because Barry spent so much time talking about, you know, the mother-in-law. that I, I didn't feel like we could talk about the mother-in-law and then whatever story you have walking into a bathroom full of shit again in New Hampshire, whatever this it is. This is a better story than that. Oh, well, then we're, we're, then we're going to do it right now. All right? You know, you, you don't bring your drops. Well... You know? And now you just want to tell stories. Yeah, I have a good story. I guess let's hear it then. All right. So here's the story. So um, where we are, there's a mountain. It's called Rattlesnake Mountain. Is this going to be long? Should I stop the music? I'm just I'm just going to give a story. Is it a long story? Keep the music. Just can you let me tell the the story? Just go. So Rattlesnake Mountain is is Rattlesnake Mountain. It's like a sounds like a roller coaster. It's uh, yeah, seriously. Two and a half miles to go up and and come back down. We do it every year when we're here, um, and we did it on on Wednesday. But it was really, really like it had rained all day Tuesday, so it was slick and you know wet and a lot of mud and stuff like that. And the rocks. You were complained all wet. the whole time up Rattlesnake Mountain. No, I didn't actually. I've been making a concerted wow. effort not to complain as much. Just in <laughs> wow. general. That's so okay. I didn't. Plus, my son is you know about to turn thirteen, and he bitches and moans about everything. So he now <laughs> takes that. Um, he takes that. You know, to, to complain, he does all that. But you used to complain going up it. Yes, yes. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, so we're on our way down, and it's it's me and the kids and my wife, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, and my four-year-old niece, and there's like a group of people. And there's a woman who's sitting down, and other like little kids and another woman like huddled around as we're going, we're going down. And we get down there, and I was ready to just keep walking. And my son says to me, he's like, what... What what are we doing? This this doesn't affect us. Why why are we why are we stopping? So this woman was walking down with her friend. They had like five kids with them, like little kids, three to six. She must have slipped. She broke her ankle. Oh. So she couldn't. She was sitting down. She couldn't move. She felt like she was going to pass out. She said, 
And then there was another woman there. She's like, well, what can we do? Can, can we do something? And then my sister-in-law is like, do you want us to call 911 when we get to the bottom? Because there's no service or anything like that. So then my wife was like, well, she's like, we've got two men right here. If you want, they can help you down the mountain. <laughs> no. And I was no. like, well, I was like, what the, f- what? what the you got to put your, this? like, she's got to put her arms around you right. and everything. Wait, wait, so, so then she says, well, actually, hold on a second. Are you vaccinated? <laughs> and then the woman goes, oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Yes, I am so vaccinated. Did you, we got to so show me the fucking card. I said show to my wife afterwards, card. I was like, you asked if she was vaccinated. What if she had said no? And she's like, well, then I would have told her we'll call 911 when we get to the bottom. <laughs> you didn't want to see proof of that? I would have fucking asked no. for proof. So... She, that's how she responded? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. She was like, that sounds definitely. like bullshit. I'm, I'm so vaccinated. <laughs> Who says yeah, I'm that? So vac- I'm so I've been vaccinated vac- like 15 <laughs> times. I'm vaccinated. Uh, so, yes, she's like, no, 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 I'm definitely vaccinated. I got vaccinated. the Pfizer, I got the Moderna, I, got, I just got the Johnson. So I, I, go, I go over to her. There's another dude there who had stopped to, to see how she was. And it, is, it looked like she was going to put her arms around like each of our, you know, like our necks and our shoulders. And we were just going to help her hop down. But that we we could tell right away that wasn't going to happen. So she was like, first of all, my name's Liz. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you, Liz. How much did Liz weigh? How much did Liz weigh? Well, hold on. I just want a visual. We were like, this isn't going to work. She's like, I think think you guys are going to need to carry me. Would that be easier? And we were like, let's try that. Luckily for us, Liz, who's probably in her mid-30s with her little kids, Probably weighed just, about Just tell 115. us, hold on, hold on, just tell us. Was she like 2002 Khloe Kardashian or was no, she no. like- This woman oh, weighed so about 115 pounds. That's about it. She was a string bean. Okay. So we literally had to lift her up. I had like my hands like under her, I guess her, her, her butt and on her back being very careful with my hands. And then I had my hand under her left leg and it was her left Fuck ankle that. that she Why broke. would you be- why and would then you we be had careful? to slowly Just whatever happens, happens. Walk but this her is down. down a slippery, steep oh, yeah. mountain. Mm-hmm. That it was, was she attractive, not... Jay? What? Was she attractive? No. You couldn't like make a structure a out of person. bamboo and uh, like wood. No. So we weren't you we, angry with your wife for saying fucking? We that carried shit? her I mean, down, and the the other awful. guy on the other side was like, he's like, I gotta be honest, this is the closest I've been to a stranger in like a year and a half. <laughs> And he's like, I'm vaccinated too, so you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, so we carried her down, and then that guy got tired, and so then my brother-in-law took over for a little bit. And then as we got closer to the bottom, two other dudes showed up, and they were like, we'll, we'll take her from you. But yeah, so I had to go down this steep, slippery mountain for a considerable, considerable you know, distance holding this complete stranger. Was that the most chivalrous thing you've ever done in your life? I would assume so. Yeah, right. Did you feel really pretty, good about that's yourself pretty heroic. after that? It's pretty cool. I but no. I mean, like I hadn't like it's not like I was like, "Oh, I'll do it." I was volunteered for it. I mean, did you feel good about it after? Yeah, I I did. I mean, I helped, you know. I helped the lady down the mountain who broke her ankle. And then you know, her husband wasn't with her. The other lady was like, "I'm going to go down quickly. I'm going to call Michael. I'm going to I'll I'll tell Michael to meet us here." I don't know. All I know is Liz is from Chicago. And she says she was vaccinated. And did you I give her a sticker? Did you give her a sticker? No, no sticker. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, did so they take did... did they take you out for lunch or anything? No, after, or? we left her at the bottom of the mountain with her friend, and Michael was coming. 
Did you guys have masks on when you were carrying her? No. Or you're just you're just. Did right? she give you like a vaccinated. thank you blowjob? What? She said she was vaccinated. I was. Isn't, vaccinated. That, like, isn't that like um, standard practice? What? You know, like if you get a haircut, you give a five dollar tip. If you get help down a mountain, you give you give a blowjob. That's not. I think you no. should. I think you probably should. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I was. Oh, you were in New Hampshire. That's right. It's different. In New I Hampshire. was sweating like a pig before this, just from going up and down the mountain, and then I had to carry this lady. I felt really bad for her. What kind really of uh, footwear were you wearing? I was wearing sneakers. Like I was in hiking clothes. But well, I was why couldn't of, she? Why couldn't she hop on one foot with you guys? It just with her it wasn't going to work. There's just no way. Hmm. Yeah. Did you think about just since she was just one fifteen? Like I'd rather just throw her over my shoulder. I well, feel at like, one point she was like, "Is know? it easier if I just if I give one of you a piggyback?" Yeah, you could tell the other guy was not keen on that though. He it didn't take him long to be like, "I I need somebody to 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 swap out with me. I can't I can't do this." <laughs> wow. But, All right, well, uh, yeah, you're my hero. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, Landerson Hooper, American hero. The hero of Rattlesnake Mountain. Yeah, but he wouldn't have done it if he wasn't <laughs> volunteered for by someone else. He was I, just going to walk by. I wouldn't have by. offered up my services. If 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 my wife hadn't said something, Is that I would have been like my son. I don't think that's a hero. I've never done anything as heroic as that. If you were... if Yeah, but... But I did if, it. If it your doesn't matter that I didn't offered you up, you would not. You wouldn't say no. Oh, no, no. You're stuck at that point. You have to. I would have yeah. said no. I, I'm pretty sure I would have said no. Really? Oh, yeah. You would have. Yes. Yeah, I would just, I I mean, no I, doubt. you know, my, my bat, like, I won't even spot people in the gym. Listen, if we were talking about somebody that was like a deuce, <laughs> deuce and a half, I might have been like, I don't know if this is a good idea. But, I mean. <laughs> you won't even spot somebody. No, I, dude, I've been in the gym and someone's like, hey, can you see, like, I, I hate dumbbell spots when people are like lifting like crazy amounts in each arm and. They want you to like lift them by their elbows and like, hey, can you? Oh no, that's spot that's me? Dumb. You've got to like about, lean over. Like I'm like, dude, press. I'm gonna. There's a there's a good chance that I'm gonna hurt my back doing this. I'm gonna be out of working out for like three months. So <laughs> I'm just always like, nah, I got a bad back. You know, I can't. What was what was bad is that I was wearing like a cutoff, like no, it was a sleeveless shirt too. So like I was so sweaty and like she had her arm wrapped around me and it's bad enough that my shirt is sweaty. Oh, but then like her yeah, hand yeah. is on like my sweaty hairy arm. I was like, I really, uh, I'm so sorry for all yeah. the sweat. I said, it's, it's, I'm sure it's disgusting. She's yeah, like, don't I would be worry, I'm sweaty too, you're fine. Yeah. Just feeling her sw- her slithery skin on your slithery skin the whole way. How <laughs> long was, of a walk down the hill was that? Um, I don't know. I kind of lost all sense of like distance when it came <laughs> to that. Did it feel like forever? Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, it probably really wasn't all that long. But it was just—it was difficult. Her weight. And you was, had to make just—you had to make just really awkward chit chat the whole time. Or yes. was she in pain? Was she like um, physically, like visually, like you could tell she was in pain? Oh yeah, she said she felt like she was going to pass out. Like it was bad. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, is that you had all of these people standing around watching us. So it's not like it was just two of us carrying a woman down. It was like. You right, know, that would have been me. All that of her kids and her friend, staring. and then other people watching to make sure it was okay, and then my wife and my sister-in-law and my kid. And... Why is that man holding my mommy? Were your kids really proud of you? They walked down fast. Um, they didn't really. Like I said, my son was, was there. Like, is there a picture? Did anybody? Did anybody snap a yeah, picture, picture of you doing this? No, Allison said after the fact she should have. She should have. I know. Definitely. 
I've I've yeah, never done put on Facebook like this is a real man. The only thing I've ever carried before is a baby. You know, never carried like a full grown human being. The hero of Rattlesnake Mountain. It was a beautiful story. What an inspiring story to end this show on. Really. See, so you know what? Maybe Leon Rose would be willing to give me everything that I asked for because he knows what kind of a quality individual I am. Guys, please subscribe to the one podcast that will save you on Rattlesnake Mountain that will do whatever it takes to get you to safety. Liz from Chicago, if you're out there, reach out. We're quality people on this show. Well, at least Jay is. (laughs) You just said you wouldn't spot somebody at the gym. Their life was not in danger. They were not in danger. They don't have to be putting up that weight. Guys, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at itsahardnextlife at gmail.com or you can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, and the lifesaver, everyone's hero, Blanderson Hooper at Blandy Hooper. Is that what it is? At Blandy Hooper? Yeah. I forgot for a second. And as always, you can call us at 516 516- 33 mesh one let us know your insight on the latest nicks rumors who if should anybody... we uh oh, sorry what do you have, have another story here? no oh. i was just gonna say if anybody knows a liz from chicago who's vaccinated tell me to get in touch you, did you ask if she's from the south side no <laughs> oh wait <laughs> that, well, that wasn't chicago anyway no. <laughs> do you know l from the south side oh shit that's not he's not even from chicago never mind right, he's in jamaica um who should we who should we watch for next time which prospects barry why don't you pick what position do you want to watch why do we have to say it now we have to announce it now yeah right yeah it's gonna corner us into it we're gonna watch some picks for next time that's the homework some guys guys who are mocked to go between 15 and 20 yeah some guys on tankathon who were there (laughs) exactly all right guys until next time it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.